It's no secret that social media is a necessary and powerful marketing tool for a boutique fitness studio. If business owners aren't careful, though, they will end up spending way too much time scrolling social media platforms without getting the results that you could be getting. So in today's episode of the Pilates Business Podcast, I'm going to share with you some tips on what you can do to boost your studio's visibility through social media without spending hours and hours and hours on end posting and scheduling. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I am thrilled that you're here with me today got my coffee. I've got my water. I'm ready to go. I don't know if you're like me. I was actually just talking to another, um, to a studio owner this week and we were kind of laughing about how we kind of gather up all of our liquids (laughs) that keep us going through the day and all our little snacks to keep us going through the day. Um, and so I've got my coffee and my water and that's kind of, they come with me wherever I go. But I wanted to talk to you today about social media. It's a touchy subject. Um, it, we all kind of, I think, pretty much uh, can say that we have a, a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, and I know from a business perspective, it can conjure some dread, overwhelm, and disappointment. You can really spend a lot of time, day after day, week after week, posting to all the various social media channels with little to no real impact on your business. Okay. And I see this a lot, but it doesn't have to be that way. Today, I want to share with you how you can get more visibility for your studio from your efforts on social media. So you get more bang for your buck, you get more, um, you get a return on your investment as it were without taking a ton of time when you, which is time you could be spending with your clients in revenue generating activities. Okay. So by the end of the episode, I will be, have shared with you some tips that you can start implementing on your social channels. And we're going to cover how you can use your followers to spread the message. This is a really neat uh, tactic. Um, I'm also going to talk about sharing strategies that encourage engagement with your followers and the power of other platforms. All right. So let's dive in. Now, I do want to just sort of touch on something that's quite important to bear in mind when you're um, using social media as a marketing tool. Okay. Because what I've seen from helping studios for the last eight years um, is that, you know, over that time, there's been a lot of change in this in in that world right in the digital marketing world we've seen platforms come and go we've seen platforms grow we've seen other platforms not grow um but overall one of the themes that just keeps coming back is that you know it's not this immediate kind of um immediate payback to your time um 
social media tends to not give you any immediate results, honestly, other than perhaps a little bit of instant gratification for how many likes you get. Um, you don't tend to see an immediate response um, or result uh, when it comes to your bottom line. Um, so very rarely are instances when you'll post something on social media um, and see an immediate bottom line result to your business. Does that make sense? So you will probably find it quite difficult to credit the purchase, say, of a new membership or of a, of a, of a new package to a particular promotion or post that you've done on social media. Okay. And so what we want to think, how we want to think about, how do we want to think about social media? Because, you know, what, what I will hear a lot of is studio owners tell me that I do social media, but it never brings me new clients. Okay. And that's, that is not unusual and some often not surprising based on how we're using social media. Um, but overall where social media can really be beneficial is in sort of the broader visibility sense. Okay. Over time, it is a tool that you can use to build and develop relationships, um, either with new clients or with your existing clients, or even with clients that you haven't seen in person for a while. So over time, people will continue to see your presence on social media. They will get a, they will feel that they are a part of your business and they feel like they have a connection to you. Okay. And it's not about any one single post. A one single post will not make the difference to your business at all. And I want to make this really, really clear. And, and, and this is super important because it affect, it, it, it is illustrates really the fact that building visibility for your studio on social media actually takes a lot of time. Okay. And in addition to that, it's not necessarily always transactional in nature. Okay. So it's not always about the transaction. It's not always about the promotion. What you're doing is combining all of those different elements of, um, relationship building, right? Giving content that is interesting and insightful and inspiring alongside those promotions that you want people to purchase from you. Okay. And there's a mix. There's a, there's a combination right there of those things that make it such that you're not pushing too much on social media, nor are you just being totally passive when it comes to your visibility in a social media. So as you plan your social media calendar, and you should be thinking about your marketing plan and, and thinking about what you want to, to share on social media, you want to bear this in mind. Okay. So be patient and be realistic in your expectations. Okay. So now let's dive into some of these tips because I know that you're ready <laughs> to start implementing them in your business today. Okay. So tip number one, we would like to see some of our existing followers spread the message about your business, share the love for your business with their friends. Okay. And this is a super effective way to get more eyes on your posts. And that is to use the follow your followers themselves. So some of those amazing, um, class participants, perhaps um, some of your most uh, frequent visitors, those people who are most engaged in your business, if they are also uh, very engaged on social media, then you kind of will want to look at them as perhaps brand ambassadors for you, right? They are in your community for a reason and they are more than likely happy to share how much they love your studio and your, your their classes with you um, with their own followers. And you know, this is something that I see a lot of. It's it tends to be quite popular um, of uh, sharing behind the scenes and what people are doing each day. And so, if you can give your followers who are engaged in your studio 
the opportunity to do that, to share um, a post that you have tagged them in perhaps, um, then that's a great way to have them kind of share that with their own following as well. And what this does, it's sort of like a the social media version of word of mouth marketing, right? Because what happens is when someone is following their friends and or another mom from school and they see that they're going to this Pilates studio that they love, then they're going to sort of be thinking about perhaps doing the same thing, right? And so one of the ways you can do that is to tag some of your um, most engaged clients and followers in a post, okay? Um, and that's a great way to have them share or to share to their stories and so on. You can also t- take um, a picture of the class, um, tag some of the participants, share that to your stories. And that's just a really nice way to sort of actually also give them a bit of a high five uh, as well, which um, some people will really uh, will, will really like. Um, now, I will say that you need to know your clients, though, because not everybody will want to get tagged. Not everyone will want to have their picture taken. So just make sure you're thoughtful about who you're including in this kind of um, in this um in this post. Okay. Now, the other way that you can create a bit more engagement um, is to ask questions um, in your posts that people can answer in the comments. Specifically, you can tag people and then have invite them to answer a question in the comments. So you can ask them about how they enjoyed their that particular class. You can um, ask them about how often they're planning on coming to the class this week. Um, those sorts of things that just gets a bit of engagement. The more engagement your post gets, the more likely it is to get seen. Okay. And so just like that, what happens is your studio will get seen by people beyond your immediate circle of followers um, and to people who are potentially also likely to become your clients. And it's super organic and it doesn't cost a thing. All right. Now, bonus tip here. If you've got some local businesses that you love working with, perhaps that's a local boutique, a local health food store, a local salon, um, you can also do the same thing with uh, by tagging them and they share would share that post um, with their audience as well. So for example, um, if you are friends with the owner of a um, a, uh, a spa, perhaps that you have a similar kind of clientele, um, you could tag them in it and talk about how you could kind of perhaps cross promote each other's services. Um, and then they could potentially share that with their audience as well. Again, if you have the ability to sort of um, touch base with that business owner ahead of time, um, it probably will have, you, you know, they will be able to sort of be more proactive about that. Um, but I will say that the more you can engage with local businesses, especially if you're a local brick and mortar business and you're looking for more local clients, the more likely you are to be visible in your local community. All right. So that's tip number one. Look for ways to engage and tag and um, have your current followers um, or local businesses share your message, your stories and your posts. Okay. Now, my second tip is all about engagement. Okay. So gone are the days where you'll have an effective social media uh, strategy, which just is based on posting alone. It's not it just doesn't work anymore. You can't just post and ghost. You can't just post stuff on a scheduler and walk away and not be there engaging. Um, What we know from uh, um, people who've been very successful on social media is that it is all about creating that relationship, right? And so for that to happen, it's kind of a two-way street. It's a two-way conversation. And you want to invite them to engage with you on social media, okay? 
And this is a word that we hear all the time when it comes to social media, but what does engagement look like? Engagement looks like people commenting on your posts, people DMing you directly in the, your, your messages, people liking your posts as well. People sharing your post is a good one. And also people saving your posts. The more engagement your posts get, the more likely they are to show up in other people's feeds. Okay. But it takes more than just a strategy, you know, of just posting something and hoping for the best, right? Even if it's a really kind of great, witty, educational, fun post, um, you poll, if, unless it sort of, it really invites them to engage with it, your followers may not even kind of, they may just sort of glance over it and keep scrolling right? So when you're thinking about what type of content to post, you want to think about what kind of content is going to get saved, what kind of content is going to get responses, what kind of content is going to get shared, okay? And so you want to make sure that if you are doing things where you're, say you're creating, for example, I see a lot of studio owners and teachers putting together a a stretch series, and maybe that's a carousel of video posts, which is great because carousels require you to swipe, right? And we all know the carousels on Instagram because they've got those little dots underneath. And once you start swiping, that means you're getting engagement. Um, And when that happens, um, you might want to add a slide or a a post in there or in the comments, encourage them to save that. And when they save that, that kind of um, gives your post that bit more kind of juice to it. Okay. Um, And so you definitely want to ask them to take that action, right? So share this or comment below or save this um, if you like what you are seeing or want to save it for later. Okay. You could also create a post, for example, asking um, your followers for their favorite piece of equipment in the studio and why. And you would ask them to tag, um, sorry, to comment below with their uh, favorite piece of equipment and why that is. Um, You might even want to have them, you know, I see often the other thing is I see um, a lot of people posting sort of quotes that are positive and uplifting and tag a friend um, in them. And, you know, they say can work, depends on your marketing strategy, but you're, the more engagement you can create in your, uh, in your posts and in your kind of little world on social media, then the better you're, you're, um, going to be at developing that deeper relationship and deeper connection with those people, the more likely you are also though, to show up in their feed next time they hop on and start scrolling. Okay. So by asking your uh, followers to comment, to tag and to share, your post will reach just way more people than it would have otherwise. All right. Now, ideally we want to pop people, we want to get people into um, your direct messages as well. You want to get people to be direct messaging you. Okay. Because that gives you the opportunity to develop further that relationship. And so sometimes this can be a little bit overwhelming for you as a teacher, studio owner, um, and doing all the things. Um, and this is where it might be helpful to have someone else on your team or, um, hire someone specifically to, um, take care of, um, being in charge of perhaps that sort of level of engagement on your, um, social media. Okay. All right. So the third tip is, um, all about harnessing the power of other platforms. Okay. So similar to like the tip on tagging I shared earlier, this is all about identifying and strategically including other social media pages on your own, perhaps even those with a much bigger following than your own. Okay. So if you have um, perhaps written an article for a local um, media outlet, um, for a magazine, if you've been featured, say, by one of the um, the many industry associations that we have, um, and you have the ability to, sh- to perhaps share that 
on your your uh, your feed, um, it's likely that the 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 uh, where you were featured will also share. Um, that as well. And so, for example, if you've written, um, I know that many of my my clients in my Thrive group coaching program have written articles for their clients um, and, f- and that have been shared by other local businesses, but also by larger industry associations. Um, and so you, do, you kind of can um, utilize, again, getting a, a wider audience, getting more people looking at your content um, by simply just writing an article on um, reaching out and networking in your local community. Um, and this is really where so much of um, the benefit of social media really comes from is it, it does give you that opportunity to network locally and to build an audience that is bigger than what you could probably do without social media. All right. And so while it may not bring you clients after one post, <laughs> you may not get new clients after two posts. What you're doing is you're, re- you're creating that visibility for your clients. Um, and then with it, when you're being very strategic about what you're inviting them to do, and then very strategic about that combination of um, content that is educational and inspiring and engaging, as well as content that is um, perhaps campaigns that are more pro- promotional in nature, um, then you will start to see that it can work for you. Okay. But you have to do both of those things. Um, and I would say in sort of like the 80, 20 rule, you know, you want to make sure that 80% of the time you're relationship building, you're adding value, you're delivering content, you're making people smile, you're inspiring people. And then 20% of the time you're saying to them, Hey, I've got this intro offer. I think you should come and come and participate in, or I've got this special promotion that I'm offering only for this one week. Um, and so let me know or get in touch or, you know, let um, DM me if you want more information. And what you'll see is that it's not something that you'll get an immediate response to and the and unnecessarily. And the other thing I will say is that oftentimes people will see you on social media. They also may know of or have heard of you from friends. And it just sort of reinforces um, that you are there and you and, and, and gives you the opportunity to talk about your business, gives you the opportunity to share your brand message and your brand values, right? And so you're kind of it's giving you that that opportunity to really connect with your clients um, and to and to sort of move them along that customer journey so they understand more about who you are and what you're doing perhaps before they purchase. For existing clients, it's all about nurturing that relationship and making them feel like they're part of this community that they are a part of and inviting them to come back when perhaps they haven't seen you for a while, right? So you can use social media in a very strategic way as long as you're very thoughtful about how you're using it. So just to post pictures of exercises or just to post your class schedule is not enough. That content is great when it's mixed in with lots of other fun and inspiring and educational and informative content, as well as that sprinkling of uh, promotions. Okay. So we definitely like content that is long form, um, where you have perhaps longer um, captions. We also like content that is short form with short call to actions. We also like content that people can engage with. Okay. So content that is swipeable. Um, and if you are on Instagram and that's kind of your main outlet, you will know that video is really where it's where it's at right now and will always be. And what we also know is that the, um, the duration of those videos, um, is getting shorter. So we all have a much shorter time, um, attention span. And so what we're seeing is, um, videos are popular that are quirky, fun, 
um, and short. <laughs> so reels really are a, a the new thing. It's what um, Instagram specifically is focused on um, and growing as it's sort of competing with TikTok. Um, and so we want to make sure that if you want to be seen and you want to be engaged with, that you're utilizing all of the functionality that um, these social media platforms are giving you. On one final note, when it comes to being smart on social media, the number one rule is not being on all the platforms and doing all the things and having a presence everywhere because let's face it, you are not a media company, you are a studio owner and that is your number one uh, responsibility to run your business. This is just one part of that that sort of uh, hats that you wear, right? There's one of the hats that you wear is when it is marketing your business. But the number one rule is to be where your clients are. Okay. So if you know your clients are on Instagram, then do not bother yourself with being on TikTok or Clubhouse, right? But if you know your clients are on Facebook more, and that tends to be the age group that you are working with, and they tend to be more there, then, but then be there too. If your clients are on Twitter, great, go on Twitter. If your clients are on LinkedIn, then I will probably, um, you know, there's some, there may be something there, but for most studio owners, we see the most impact comes from visual forms of uh, marketing. And so Instagram is very popular right now. Um, Facebook is also very popular, especially if you're putting some videos and some great graphics. Okay. So I don't want to see you be everywhere. You don't need to be. It's very exhausting to do that. And it I can probably guarantee you're not going to get results across all platforms. So I would put all of your energy into the place where you like to be and where you know your clients are. Okay. So there you have it. Some really quick tips that you can start implementing on your social channels today. So I talked about um, relying on your followers and asking your followers to spread your message and utilizing some of the features inside of um, social media platforms to get their attention. Um, we want We also talked about strategies that really encourage engagement um, amongst your uh, your followers um, and the power of um, of creating content that is uh, both inspiring and in, and insightful and informative and how you can combine that with um, with campaigns and promotions of your own to develop the relationship and invite people into your business. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed or stuck on your social media marketing, you're not quite sure how to optimize it. You're not quite sure perhaps how to put a plan together that is strategic and you'd like some tips and insights on how you can save time when it comes to developing a marketing strategy, uh, whether that's digital or in-person um, and local networking, then our Thrive community is something you're going to want to think about joining because inside of Thrive, we talk every single week about marketing strategies that work for your specific business. Um, and we talk a lot about the latest, uh, what's working now, uh, marketing strategies. Um, and, and we obviously included in that is social media strategies. Okay. So if you're interested, you can go to spring3.com forward slash thrive. I will also link in the show notes, um, where you can get some more information. All right. I hope this was helpful to you as you build and grow your boutique fitness business. I'm here to help answer your questions. So I would love to hear them. One of the best ways you can do that is to pop in to wherever you're listening to this podcast and take a minute and rate and review the podcast and share what is on your mind and what you are working on. I look at all of those reviews every single week and it helps me to understand a bit more about what you're looking for, what help you need um, and how uh, and, and future topics truly for the podcast, which um, will always be here to help you. All right. So have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. 
Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.